Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In today's update, Pastor J.D. reads emails from listeners who submitted their But God stories. While the world is turning upside down, division and mistrust prevail, and neighbors are becoming enemies, God is still in control. We will have victory in the end, and the rapture is coming. Repent. Turn to Jesus and be ready. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 26th, 2021. I'm going to today continue sharing what we've been affectionately referring to as these but God testimonies. However, before we do, I think it's incumbent upon me to share with you the reasons as to why we're even doing this. First, it's my sense from the Lord after seeking the Lord that God is actually doing amazing things, but we're just not hearing about it. God is doing amazing things in the face of the evil taking place in the world today, and it's evidenced by the sheer volume of responses that we've received from many who have shared with us what God is doing and how faithful God has been and always is. I was thinking about this this last week actually. Instead of me updating you, you're actually updating me. I hope you don't mind. I don't know if you realize that or not. Everything that's happening in the world today, would you agree, is fulfilling Bible prophecy? So I've been getting up here for the better part of a year and a half plus now, and updating you on what's going on, and how it connects with Bible prophecy, connecting the prophetic dots, if you will. And so now it's your turn. (laughs) And I'm really looking to you to update me on what's happening. And I tell you, (laughs) as recently as two years ago, I think you would agree with me, we would have never imagined that we would be hearing the stories that we're hearing today. And it is really indicative of this present time that we are living in. And this is really Romans chapter 13, verses 11 and 12, when the Apostle Paul writes to the church in Rome. 
And he says, and do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. And here's why. Because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over, and the day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Uh, I think of the men of Issachar, as we're told. They understood the times that they were living in, and not only did they understand the times, they knew what to do. And that's really the primary reason for doing this, is to have a better understanding of what's happening and what God is doing. So if you'll kindly allow me to, I'll get right to it. We've got a lot to get to and so many encouraging and edifying testimonies. I want to begin with one that we received just yesterday. She writes, Dear JD and team, Thank you for your labors of love and faithfulness. I thank God for your boldness and am encouraged each week as I listen to the biblical prophecy updates. I am continually reminded by you all to not grow weary in doing good and to remember that we can boldly approach the throne and ask our loving Father for what we need. Please continue to fight the good fight. I am a Jesus-loving functional medicine doctor in private practice and have a beautiful team. We do not carry vaccines in our office, nor do we mandate vaccines, masks, etc. We believe in informed consent. I have been writing medical exemptions for vaccines prior to the pandemic. I am not anti-vaccine, but am pro-immunization. I've spent time on the mission field and seen babies, children, and adults die of vaccine-preventable illnesses like tetanus and meningitis. Of course, I am opposed to the experimental gene therapy of mRNA COVID shots. It's getting dicey, to say the least, as many exemptions are assuredly being tracked with my medical license number. Currently in my state, Texas, we have great freedoms. But God, by God's grace, not one of our patients has died of COVID, and only two patients out of 5,000 have been hospitalized, despite some being very ill. We have been providing the kitchen sink of vitamins, minerals, nutraceutical agents, ivermectin, monoclonal antibodies when warranted, etc., for our patients, and it's helping. I am so grateful for God's faithfulness to keep patients out of the hospital. There's merit to that, and I, 
again this week am asking the Holy Spirit to limit my commentary, but I've heard it said, and I hate to say that I have to agree that the most dangerous place right now is the hospital. In fact, I uh, sense that the Holy Spirit is prompting me to share with you a video that I viewed and downloaded this last week out of Australia from a nurse practitioner. And she stated that in the hospital where she works, they have many patients who are sick from the jab. And they are giving them ivermectin and releasing them. But then there's also patients who are getting sick who have not been jabbed because they're getting sick from those who have been jabbed. And they're not giving them ivermectin, rather they're putting them on a ventilator and killing them. I'm quoting again, we've made some house calls for very ill patients too. As I have listened to last week's message, I heard Mike Hill's MD family practice being led to go into private practice in light of the hospital system mandates where he is employed. Here's my request. Please let any doctors, healthcare workers that may be interested in joining an already established functional medicine independent practice, submit a curriculum vitae to our group at hope at gettotheroot.com. I bet you are starting a database. Yes, we are actually. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Too late. We are in the Houston, Texas area, and I especially need pediatricians, but any like-minded doctors that are good fits are welcome. When God led me to open the practice, He impressed upon me to love the people that walk through your doors and glorify me in the process. I must admit at times I have been so weary and tired and started to dive into fear, but the Holy Spirit pulls me back and reminds me that I haven't been given a spirit of fear or timidity but one of power, love, and a sound mind. Uh, By the way, again, let me parenthetically say, and I want to again limit my commentary, but it is a proven fact that fear and anxiety and worry destroy your immune system. Did you know that? Quoting again, many of my friends and dear patients pray for me and my team and we pray for them. I realize that you all are receiving thousands of messages, but please keep my name, contact information on file for healthcare practitioners that want freedom in practice and may need a place to practice. Here's a beautiful update. We do personalized precision genetics in order to have the evidence to write true medical exemptions. Recently, a United Airlines pilot reached out. He requested a medical exemption. 
we reviewed his genetics and I was able to write a medical exemption and United granted the exception, the exemption. Just after that, my medical scribe's dad, another United pilot, told her that he was informed by United that they have not granted any medical exemptions. She informed him that this was not true, and by our Lord Jesus' loving grace, for such a time as this, this pilot will not have irreparable neurologic damage and continue to be able to provide for his family. Keep fighting the good fight, and please feel free to disseminate my practice information to any health care providers looking for jobs that don't require jabs and masks. Uh, she ends by saying, blessings from Texas. I love you all and pray for you. Thank you. Do not grow weary in doing good. Paula M.D. Yeah, praise the Lord, right? For the benefit of those of you who were not with us last week, we had a testimony, a but God testimony from a physician, and uh, he was sensing that God was calling him to leave the company that he works for as a doctor and start his own practice, to which we said, yes, Lord. <laughs> we bear witness because we need doctors like that, and we need dentists too, and <laughs> some of you need hairdressers. Not me, but you need hairdressers. And so um, many are leaving places of employment. It is a very scary step of faith, but God, but God. This one comes from Brooke. Pastor J.D., I would like to share my but God story with you. I am a human resource coordinator at a Fortune 500 company. I am just now beginning my career at the age of 42, as I decided to stay home for many years to raise my kids. As an HR coordinator, I am involved and participate in many internal meetings involving policy changes and updates. Early this year, senior leadership began encouraging the vaccination of all employees. But as time has gone on, leadership has become quite hostile to those who won't surrender to the jab. I had my quarterly job performance review with my managers a few weeks ago, as I have recently been promoted. My managers praised me for my hard work. They said they had no suggestions for improvement and told me to continue, quote, hitting it out of the ballpark. That same day, I decided to email my managers my personal testimony and ask for a religious exemption should the vaccine ever become mandatory. In that email, I told them how I came to Christ, how I have surrendered my life to Him, and the biblical reasons why I cannot receive the vaccination. My manager replied that if the jab becomes mandatory, they will revisit the issue then. One week later, 
the CEO posted a letter on our internal site to all 17,000 employees. In that letter, he expressed his disappointment in employees who have not been vaccinated. He said it was irresponsible and not caring for others to remain unvaccinated. He stated that unvaccinated employees were not getting their research from correct sources and likened it to someone who Googles how to fly a plane, then sits next to an airline pilot and gives them tips on how to fly. Wow! Our internal site is open for comment and by definition per our handbook is a forum for opinions as long as they are not offensive. So I prayed about it and decided to comment. I directly addressed the CEO by name and said, many people choose not to vaccinate due to moral or religious convictions. Those that have chosen not to vaccinate take it very seriously and pray about it often. I then included the link to the Voice for Truth infographics that you have on your page. I was immediately suspended without pay and was told my comment was offensive. I was told as an HR coordinator, I am not to have an opinion, and that I went against company policy. Being in HR, I am aware of all policies, and I know that I did not go against any such policy. My suspension ended up being two weeks with no pay. During that time, I applied to a few jobs that I felt I was underqualified for, but prayed about it and decided to apply anyway. I live in a very rural area and good jobs are hard to find. In all of my interviews, I was very open about my religious beliefs and I let them know that I cannot receive the jab. I was offered two human resource manager positions quite the position jump from a coordinator, both paying, get this, double what I make now. Yeah, <laughs> I love it when God does that. I accepted one of the positions. Get this, I was eventually offered my old position back, but gave them my two week notice. They decided to pay me for my two-week notice, but asked, <laughs> yeah, they paid her for the two weeks that she was let go unpaid. They paid me, but asked me not to come in. <laughs> okay, Pastor J.D., here's the real miracle in all of this. My religious exemption request, which contained my testimony, has now been read by all of HR, the CEO, the COO, the owners of the company, the legal team, and their legal consultants. In all of the interviews I've had, I've been able to share my testimony as well. 
The devil meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. The company removed the CEO's letter and is backing down on the harshness towards those who won't receive the vaccine, probably because they're afraid I'll sue. <laughs> I start my new job, a giant promotion with a company that is for freedom of choice and religion at the end of this month. God is so good. This is from Mike. He writes, I am a Minnesota State employee. The word came down from the governor that I cannot go into the office unless I am fully vaccinated or submit to weekly testing. I believe the Lord led me to submit my exemption letter the next day. Not only did I submit it to HR with the two supporting documents detailing information about the cell lines engineered from aborted children, I copied my boss, his boss, the CIO, her boss, the COO, and his boss, the CEO, executive director. The thought was, I didn't want anything to get lost in the translation all the way to the top of our agency. HR's initial response was emphatic. You cannot send this type of information to these individuals. I did not reply. A week and a half later, I received an email from HR stating that I can work from home and will not be required to come into the office. Praise the Lord. Hold on loosely to this world. This is from Sally. She writes, thank you so much for your ministry. I recently got a message from my niece, who was a doctor of physical therapy, who was about to lose her job over the vaccine and suggested she visit your website and get a religious exemption certificate. She hesitated, thinking that she would possibly be caving into the vaccine agenda if she got an exemption, but finally decided to request one from your ministry. She texted me today and told me that her religious exemption had been approved and she would not lose her job. Praise be to God, and may He pour out tremendous blessings upon your ministry for your willingness to help so many people. I live in Tennessee, and she is in Colorado. We are both very grateful, and I am hooked on the prophecy updates until Jesus comes to bring us home. Yeah, hopefully that's not too much longer. This one wishes to remain anonymous. Dear Pastor J.D., first, thank you for allowing yourself to be God's mouthpiece, not that you have a choice. <laughs> I have been watching your sermons for a while now and was waiting for the religious exemption letter on your website. I work for a big global investment bank based in New York City. The day I requested for the exemption letter was the day I received the much dreaded email from corporate. Even though I have asked that He gives me the courage to accept His will, even if it meant to lose my job of 17 years, that email sent me in the morning. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. 
With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.